Well, the 2020-2021 season is officially in the books. The Champions League finals complete. The Europa League's finals complete. And uh, we got some things to talk about. This is Red Card Radio. Europe is blue. Bro, it's the it's the title screen right now. Why are you talking? Not supposed to talk. Just always messing because. up. Bro, you don't you don't respect the podcast. All right. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. My name's James. Um, this is Red Card Radio. Uh, we're at the end of the season, so we're a little bit uh, a little bit less organized tonight. We're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants, just, you know, kind of going with the flow, going with where it takes us. Um, but, you know, we finished the Premier League last week, but we still had to talk about these two European finals. So that's where we're at tonight. Um, so we're not breaking down the Premier League. We're breaking down the Champions League final in the Europa League final, and we're going to, uh, of course, be talking about your comments that you sent us from last week. And uh, there were some inflammatory statements made by one of our presenter presenters at the end of last episode. If you didn't get to uh, watch that, you should check that out. Um, Sean said some uh, ridiculous things, we'll say. They're not ridiculous. Which uh, was crazy. You're 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 losing this. Um, our, our, we're gonna go to Twitter first. This is our, one of our first Twitter interactions. Yes. Uh, Emily, okay. uh, Emily, Emily on Twitter. This is her comment. Okay. Comment directly to you, Sean. It says, okay. Poor Sean thinks his team is well known because their marketing and logo. They send reject merch. Brad. No, Brad, Sean. No, they send reject. I, I'm quoting again. They send reject merch to third world countries so it doesn't go to waste. Trust me, as a DC sports fan, I feel your pain knowing there are children who think we are winners. End quote. <laughs> my, a, my wife's wow. my wife's oh. laughing from the other room at you, Sean. That's, That's she's just going down on you. Um, that, it's inherently wrong. Inherently facts. No, it's not. What? But, okay, um, but let's keep going. So Emily, Emily also had another comment for you guys. It was a, a quoted tweet. Um, it's going to say, When I die and y'all go through my search history, you'll be disappointed to find mostly just definitions for very common words that I wasn't sure I was using correctly. That's in reference to uh, listeners and co-hosts, i.e. you two, when I break out my fancy words. <laughs> We're not going to pretend to know what those mean. Oh. Listen, hold on. Hold on now. Hold on. Okay, what are we holding on for? Uh, your your boomerism has got to go. My boomerism? Yeah. I'm absolutely the pod boomer. 100% I'm the podcast boomer. No, boomerism. Bo- oh, boomerism. Yeah. Okay. If you have to look it up, go ahead, James, since you want to pull out you're, words that aren't necessary. You're looking at your phone. It's diction. It was the word of the day, Thursday. You're looking at your phone, so I will not uh-huh. respond to you. Uh-huh. Right, more comments. Uh, this is from Jimmy on... On YouTube, I'm the host here, so I get to decide where we go. An exaggerated or especially glamorized estimate of oneself. Boverism. <laughs> you're such a clown. Can, um, can I say my favorite comment? No, not yet. Wait, what? Uh, what, Brad? My, fa- I have a favorite comment from this from this week's YouTube video. Well, who is it from? Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's getting to it right now. Yeah. You know, Brad, tell us tell us what your favorite comment was from. My this favorite week. comment of the week, Sean. Is the new Brad? Uh, 
No way. <laughs> um, so speaking of speaking of Jimmy, your take was so bad. You guys put on my level. Yeah, he. But but to be fair, he did agree with you that he didn't want uh, Martinez um, as a manager. Um, he thinks that uh, he's kind of a middle uh, table manager. Doesn't know how to handle the bigger clubs. Um, <clears throat> he's also afraid that uh, Tottenham may try and go after the Dortmund manager. Um, he does uh, also agree with you, Sean, that uh, he thinks that Tottenham's downfall this year or, or problems this year were uh, 100% Mourinho's fault. Um, but I think that's also because he doesn't rate Mourinho. Uh, he so. just wasn't playing to the strengths of the team. Yes. It but just, uh, it's not... It, yeah, I wasn't saying Mourinho is a bad manager, and I don't think any of you misconstrued that. I was just saying he did not... Sometimes as a manager, you need to play to what the team has. You need to adapt your tactics based on what your team has. And sit back and park the bus is not going to work when your defense sucks. Yeah. I mean, you guys it's were... It's just not going to work. You guys were flying... And it didn't. You guys were flying high at the beginning of the season, scoring a lot of goals. I think <laughs> I think the idea, the, the, the ethos of playing defensively works when you're scoring a lot of goals. But yeah. you guys stopped scoring goals. And so when you stopped scoring goals, you stopped being effective. Because, like... Yeah. You can you can beat Manchester United six to one, but they still scored a goal. But if you don't score those six goals, you lose, right? So that's yeah. the idea. Yeah. Um, Will had a lot of comments. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, no, I got, I got some of them. Uh, yeah, Brad's going to take some of them later. Um, I, I I honest what what is it? He he <laughs> he took issue to the fact that you uh, said that you had a better squad than Juventus when. Uh, when you said that earlier in the podcast that nine out of the 11 players that start for you for Tottenham would be gone in the summer or that would move on. He took issue to that. Um, he had a comment about Weston McKinney. Um, you said that, that Juventus don't spend money. He brought up Iguain for $90 million in 2016, Delict for $75 million in 2019, and that those are just the, the, like the big blockbuster signings. Um, he had Traditionally, a Juventus don't sign... Like they don't, they don't spend a ton. I, think, I mean, it's traditionally. I, I think that that's probably just like you don't see it. Like I, I, it, hey. it, it feels like maybe like once every three years they'll they'll do a big deal. Be pick we're, up a big player. We're English club fans, and the PL has the most money. So like to us, yeah, a big spending spree is a lot more than what it would be in Italy or in Germany. I mean, they did drop, like, Spain. what was it, 110, 120 for Ronaldo? It was 100. And they dropped 75 on I think it's a better purchase. I think and and 75 purchase. for Delict. I mean, they, I mean Delict's I'm not saying they money. don't spend. Um, he did agree with you that, or the, he, he said that the only reasonable thing you said in your, in your Juventus <laughs> statement was that uh, AC Milan is a very prestigious club. While <laughs> Juventus kind of have a stranglehold domestically in Italy, uh, AC Milan have uh, seven Champions League uh, titles. And so that's, uh, you, you, he doesn't have, take issue to people bringing up AC Milan as being a big club and holding them up. So I, that's fair. Um, he, he left us with a quote, though, and it says, uh, at Juventus, winning is not important. It's the only thing that matters. So I don't know if you could say the same thing about Tottenham, Sean. I guess that I guess uh, wasn't a whole lot of mattering going on in Turin this year, huh? They won two titles this year. 
They are. Yeah, in they fourth. won two trophies this year. They won. And if, and they, Ronaldo, if Ronaldo didn't come back, they wouldn't be in Champions League. And it wasn't the Audi Cup that they won. Ronaldo didn't play in the final game of the season that they needed to win. It's on the bench, bro. Look at that. Anyway, okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, let's talk about the Champions League. Uh, it was a, a kind of I don't want to say boring affair. But You're was, lying. This was not a boring affair. This was a very it's very a really game. Good, it was this a was a really good game. game. I don't know. I, I, maybe, You're lying. Maybe the reason why I say it was boring was because every time Manchester City had the ball, it didn't look like they were gonna do anything with it. I know. I disagree. Bully, bully ball came. I, I don't know. Hard. It, it didn't look. Conte like was it. everywhere. But it's, I disagree with that. Conte was everywhere. Reese James took Sterling completely out of the game in the first 15 minutes. No, yeah, he didn't. It was Sterling had a chance like 12 minutes in. We right, and after that, Sterling disappeared. Yeah, so this, this is my point. Like it, To me, after after Chelsea scored, it didn't seem but, like any time uh, City attacked that they <laughs> got very far. <clears throat> That's my point. Okay, um, we kind of buried the lead. Chelsea won, clearly. Chelsea won. One Europe is blue. Who said Chelsea was going to win? Again, we told you. I don't give predictions. I give spoilers. Stop. Here's the worst. Who's going to win the golden boot? I called that too. Anyways. Who, hey, Brad, who did you have in the Europa League? Was that a spoiler? Because you took Roma. I don't care about the Europa League. But then don't say that you give spoilers because you were clearly <laughs> wrong there. <clears throat> um, Two out of three. That's 66%. You That's also, not bad. You also said Chelsea was going to finish third. We still got top four. That okay. counts. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Uh, we're talking about spoilers. Yes, it does. Anyway, yes, let's does. talk. Let's talk about the football match. Let's, let's talk about do the it. football match. It seemed like Pep overthought this again because he completely um, abandoned what was good for City throughout the season and tried this false nine thing that didn't work. Um, well, it, but it's, 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 I guess my, my question to you, Brad or Sean, is did did Chelsea win the game or did did City lose it? Chelsea won the game. From from my perspective, uh, City lost it. They're clearly the better team. Like uh, roster wise, I, I think I disagree now because that's four, three times in six weeks. Yeah. It, so what the, sometimes the, the worst team nine. wins, Brad. So, right, sometimes, but not three times in a row. I'm, Anyways. Like, what it's, Pep it's, tried with the false nine is because that's how they beat us the last time. Um, in the first game under, under with, Lampard. With Frank. They, yeah, under Lampard. I know, but he tried. So he tried City Strengths the first game. We won. He tried matching Tuchel the second game. We won. So he went back to the false nine where they had won. And under Tuchel, we won. I, I just, uh, I kind of. Did they have De Bruyne in the false nine? Yes. Yeah, but then he okay. got, he and got, he got knocked out. Yeah. yeah, that was bad. Well, I felt uh, bad there. For, for when he was in the game, I, for what to give Brad credit on this, De Bruyne was invisible. Conte demolished him. Conte it, it beat him he alive. Was invisible. Yeah. Yeah. It was. He was like. It, it was like he wasn't in the game. I mean, right. I think Chelsea defended incredibly well, and like I said, I don't think that I, it did, City did not look threatening. Like at they, all. At all. They had a couple of chances. Like Sterling's over the top that Reese James got back and bullied him off of the ball and just kept bullying Sterling till he just gave up. Um, Aguero had a nice shot. Um, was Mount playing left? Yes. He, he was, okay. Havertz was up top. Um, Havertz and Werner were switching up top. And then Mount was going from left to right where Werner, where Werner wasn't. 
Mount's, Mount's pass was incredible. Mount's passing. That wasn't the first or last time he did that off the no. sideline from a clearance to the sideline and then a one touch yes. in, into a lane. It was perfect. Are we talking about the, the, the pass to Havertz? Yes. Well, well it that, was, what, what, was what I was saying was it wasn't just sure. that one. I, yeah. I just I wanted to point that out. He Mount did that a handful of times. Yes. And, and that one just scored a goal. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. I would, Beautiful. I would say that that the pass was very good. It was well weighted. It was perfectly placed. But where was the <laughs> where was the city defense? Like the city defense was, was reacting. If you, there was if you go forward, back and watch the replay, yeah, I, what they're I, doing is reacting to Werner. I understand that. I, I pulled it open. Yes, I get that. But but Isn't that- Chelsea was Chelsea was passing the ball around in their back line. They they make a couple incisive passes, quick one touch pass to to mount. And where is their holding midfielders? Where are they? Because like they weren't so in the one game. one center back goes with with uh, with Werner, and then Havertz is just running free, and Stones Wait. is behind him, and like there was no like defensive solidarity. Like I it just it crossed his face, yeah. Like, but it, that's that's what Werner does, though. Is like having it, Werner yeah. on the field it means it, you have to. It guys, pulls the defense out of the and that's this, why he started over. This is every striker in football. Every center forward in football makes a run, and they're either tracked and they open up space for their for their teammate, or they're not tracked and they get the pass. Like this is not a this is not a Timo Werner thing. This is just what center forwards do. Like Timo Werner might be very dangerous because he's super fucking fast, and if you don't follow him, then then you're out that of a lot of trouble. Never... But like this is not like a revolutionary thing that Timo Werner is doing. No, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that. I'm okay. saying he started over Pulisic because Pulisic drives at people where. Werner runs them backwards. I'm just saying that's like, what I was explaining to like, Sean earlier. But I don't understand how Pep set this team up and let them go out there like that, knowing. And this was not. It's not like it was in the tenth minute. It was in the forty second no. minute. Like yeah. we, they have been playing football for forty minutes, and like this is what you let happen. I, I it seemed like an incredibly soft it, goal to it me. It was amazing. It was amazing. It seemed like an incredible. If I if that if that goal was scored against Arsenal, I would be fuming at, at, at the Arsenal players. Yes, you should be for the for the yeah, yeah. the lack of yeah. City so, just got beat. Like it just was like a, one pass over the top is all we needed. It, it 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 was just so bad. It was a flat pass on the ground. Like how yeah, does that, how does that yeah. go for forty yards? Yeah, I just don't understand that. It, I'm getting more angry thinking about it. I feel like. <laughs> I think the CBS uh, announcer mentioned this, and I, I kind of agreed. It, I, I didn't think I'd be saying this, but City needed Fernandinho. Or Rodri. They, 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 missed, they missed either one of them. It doesn't yeah. matter. They, they, it was, you could tell it was sorely missed. Yeah. Like having a, that, that sweeper center defensive mid, having that, that type of player, that Conte. They didn't have mm-hmm. a Conte. No, and they were getting they were getting worked. And so you know, I, I just don't understand. You guys know Conte's been in a final every single year since 2016, since the World Cup. A dude's a baller. That's impressive. A dude's a That's baller. That's amazing. He's a, a yes. final. What do you mean? Like a cup final. I made some some uh, erroneous comments in our group chat at the beginning of the season when Arsenal signed Thomas Partey, and I and said, said and I said that I thought Partey was going to be better this season than Conte. And that was <laughs> a absolutely horrible take. Um, terrible, terrible take. It was terrible but take. But it's okay. We forgive um, you. Yeah. Because dude's a baller. And he right. is really good. 
So, guys, when was the last time Chelsea won? Uh, about about won the Champions League about five hours four hours ago. No, okay, right. We won twenty twenty one, and then you we mean won Saturday. Yes, Saturday. Yes, on Saturday we won, but we also won in two thousand and twelve. So. Okay. Guys, have you guys ever heard of the Kennedy and Lincoln conspiracy theories? How like they're super similar. I mean, in their lives and in their assassinations. I'm familiar no. with how they were both killed. Yes. Okay. So taking the Kennedy Lincoln thing, I'm going to compare the Chelsea of 2012 to Chelsea of 2021. As I told you, this was written in the stars. I've said this over the over the course of this Champions League season. But that's I'm gonna you, do the well, easy to, ones hold first. Hold on, to be fair, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna push back on the written in the stars thing. That was just stick that Tamzid was talking about when it was in Istanbul, and he was saying, "When was the last time Liverpool won in 06? It was 06 with Istanbul." So let, let's okay. And when Tammy left, I picked it up and ran with it. But that's 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 let's be fair. Let's continue here. It wasn't your stick to begin? With. First thing, young inexperienced manager fired midseason. Check. Olivier Giroud becomes first Chelsea player to score six goals. In a Chelsea camp in a UCL campaign since Didier in 2012, Portuguese opposition in the quarterfinals, Spanish giants in the semis. Mendy has kept more clean sheets in the Champions League than any other goalie, except for Peter Cech in 2012. Tuchel becomes the first Chelsea manager to win three knockout games in a row since Robert Di Matteo. Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell. Become the first English players to score in the same UCL knockout game since John Terry and Lampard in 2012. Last time Chelsea conceded one goal over two ties to a Portuguese team in the quarterfinals was in 2012. But we're going to go past Chelsea, right? Manchester City won the Premier League in 2012, won it in 2021. United finished second in 2012 and finished second in 2021. Conte won the Serie A. In 2012 and in 2021. Oh, with Juventus, by the way. Just don't let that With Juventus, don't let of that course. That's Antonio. Sorry, they're one of nine. Antonio Conte, by the way. Who's rumored to come to Tottenham. Probably still won't win a trophy he's, there. He's not He's not coming. He's not. He's don't know. They offered him 17 million. He still said no. Okay, anyways, I got two more. Real Madrid beat Barcelona 2-1 in April of 2012. They beat Real Madrid beat Barcelona in April 2021 this year by 2-1. And Bayern Munich faced a French team in the quarterfinals. They lost. That's the only difference here. So they, they lost because they lost to PSG this year. Oh, so. But. <clears throat> so. It was written in the stars that Chelsea was winning this year. The writers got together. They, 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 they pulled the wool over Tanzi's eyes when he saw Liverpool, Liverpool, all, all the things pointing towards Liverpool. When it was really pointing towards Chelsea's victory. Let's go. Europe is blue. That was the most um, random facts, absurd Rumble. thing I've ever listened to. That felt like five minutes of rambling. I feel like I'm actually dumber. For yeah. To yeah. What do you mean? I'm just giving out facts here, guys. You won the Champions League. That's the only similarity. I just listed 13 other similarities. Okay, but where did you find these similarities? Chelsea There's a whole Twitter. Thread. Yeah, okay, so they we're just regurgitating Chelsea Twitter. And I knew these. And, and, Chelsea, and, Chelsea I, and I've said these before. And I've said these before. This is the first time I've ever heard of this Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy Association. <laughs> well, that part. Do we, even need to, do we even need to go into the Europa? I think we should I talk mean, about it. I think there's some some. I actually thought it was a really good game. I didn't, honest, I didn't, honestly, I didn't get to watch I, the game. I was, I was able to watch about the last 60 minutes plus overtime. 
Yeah. Uh, so I didn't catch the beginning, but it was a good game. Yeah. I, I was I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I mean, hey I, guys, what's up? I got one more question. Okay. When was the last time Unai lost in the Europa League finals? Dude, shut up. Who was against Chelsea in 2019 or 18 or whatever it was? In 19. It was 19. 2019. Uh, guess, guess what? Guess, guess what? Guess who's the only team to ever beat Unai, Unai Emery in a final of a Europa League? Who is it, guys? I, I'll give our listeners a guess who it could possibly be. I don't know. It's written, it's written in the stars. It is. You're the worst, Brad. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know why we let you rope us into this idea of doing a podcast yes. with you. So that I could gloat about Chelsea winning the Champions League. Next year is a new year, boys. Exactly. I, new I year, new me. I didn't put up the uh I didn't put up the Premier League table, but I could pull it out and I will show you who's who's first in the Premier League right now. We we already did it. <laughs> no. We did it last week. No, I'm oh, I forgot. About- There's one more. There's one more similarity. <clears throat> a London club gained promotion on the same day in 2012. Gained promotion today, so we have the final Premier League. Brentford yep. has now been added. Actually, interestingly, the, uh, interestingly enough, the 50th team to uh, enter the Premier League all time. Uh, I, yeah, I, I saw they. Uh, it's the first time they've been to the top division since like 48 or 47 yeah. or something like that. That's yeah. and awesome. I'm proud of. Them. I mean, that's awesome. I'm glad to have them. That's cool. And they do some, yeah, and they do some moneyball tactics that we can get into over, over the over summer. summer yeah. How they've made, but, but, how they've made their money and everything. Let, let, let's let's talk about the Europa League. Um, they, uh, Manchester United, Villarreal, um, definitely a David versus Goliath situation, um, in my opinion. Um, Manchester United, one of the <laughs> biggest clubs in world football, um, against Villarreal, who finished seventh in Spain. You disagree with that comment, Sean? Yes. Why? It's, I mean, United's a as far as prestige, then yes, if that's what you're referring to. But as far as the clubs, I it, it's been documented on this podcast. I don't think United's that good. They just beat who they're supposed to be yeah. the whole season. I, I like they have not done well against the top six. They just managed to draw them. I mean, I think if you put if you just put their players on a piece of paper against the if you if you just compare them on paper and you compare the clubs the players to players what their values are versus i, I think you would sure. well sure yes that I think, I think that's my point um, yeah david having said that i did think pogba played pretty well which i haven't seen in a while Pogba's. i thought he had a pretty good game uh i think he's kind of uh he's very up and down that, it was a really good battle between between the midfielders, Pogba included, and Etienne Capoue. That was a really good battle. I mean, I thought it was a good game. I, yeah. I, 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 like you, also only saw... I honestly, I forgot the game was on. And I turned it on at halftime because I forgot that it was on. Um, so I watched half. I watched the second half and all of extra time and the penalty shootout, which was, which was great. I couldn't <laughs> believe... I couldn't believe they were all made... That's to the eleventh. What, what's interesting about it is that, um, like, no one missed, no it, one got blocked. It was insane. I mean, David de Gea has one of the worst save percentages on penalties uh, in the Premier League for. Yeah, but years. somebody's bound to shank it. Agreed. Anything like Agreed. the Villarreal something. keeper. The Villarreal keeper did Gosh, get get hands. hands on a few. Um, yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, we're gonna get to. I don't think he touched any a, of them. A few diving to his left. Yeah, he got a he got a left hand on a couple. Are you sure? That were above him, okay. diving to his his I'll, right. Sorry, I'll, I'll defer to you because you probably. Yeah. I was cooking dinner at the time, so I, I was no. I was attention. at the pub like this. 
<laughs> it was insane. Um, like after the fourth one, where everybody's making it, I'm like, what the? Nobody's shanking anything. Everybody's burying them. I was pretty sure once United scored, uh, once they equalized, I thought that they were going to go on to win the game, but they just couldn't. They couldn't find the back of the net a second time. Uh, I really had a feeling Harry Maguire duffing it into the twenty seventh bajillion row. I thought that was coming. But he was, and then we could then mad. we could make fun of his side. He's mad. At oh no, he didn't play. Yeah. Uh, but th- that would have been the only thing that would have made it more fitting. Where was, was Harry, Harry Maguire putting it in the second? What do you mean, What do you mean? Where was Bruno? Like, I mean, I didn't watch the game, but like, how is Bruno not doing something in this game? Not getting a goal, not getting an assist. Because he's Bruno Fernandez. All he does is score penalties. I mean, I know Penades, but it, it, like, if you watch him if play, there, if you watch him play football. You're just like, I, I'm not that impressed by this person. If he's their, like, talisman, like, their, I don't know. Their levels have dropped. Pogba showed up more than, than Fernandez, I know, clearly. Um, if Pogba had a better game than Fernandez, that's saying a lot, because, like, Pogba, most times, I, I didn't Pogba watch played. the game clearly. I was at work. I mean, I was at work today, but I managed to watch the Chelsea game. See, but, but, but I, I rate Pogba differently because a good game for him doesn't necessarily mean the ball's at his feet and he's doing well with it. He occupies defenders right. like not a lot of other attackers. Well, when he's attacking, he occupies defenders like nothing else because right, they know he's dangerous as shit. Yeah. So they have to. He can make a killer pass or he can take a killer shot. Exactly. He can do both and, yeah. and do it with ease. Right. And, so, he wants to. and he was occupying the defense. He was pulling defenders. He was getting in space where he needed to be. Like, I'm not necessarily saying like he was making the right pass or the right goal. What, I'm not pointing to those things. I don't know if it's on the stat sheet, but just visually watching the game, he had a good game. So I have a question. Did, did De Gea's shot, was it? Missed or was it saved? It was saved. <laughs> I think I didn't know that. I, I really yeah. didn't. Like a, it, it was technically saved, but it was it was a tame penalty. It was a tame it was, penalty. It wasn't very well struck. Like oh gosh, like it was it was not well taken. And 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 what's what's yeah. hilarious about this is that he like put it like low low right, but or like, something like that. It, it, if you think of, like if you think of like a, a goal and the goalkeeper's at zero and you've got like plus 50 or minus 50 to his left and right, if you think, kind of think about it like on an axis, yeah. he probably put it at like plus 25 on the ground. Oh it yeah. was not, maybe like, like wh- maybe plus 30. It was not very good. Um, yeah. And so it was a very easy save. I think I think fully stretched, if the goalkeeper fell over, he would have blocked it. <laughs> just falling. <laughs> yeah, if he fully stretched, and just fell to his left. Um, so, yeah, it was a particularly bad, and that's probably the last thing he will do in a Manchester United jersey. Yeah, which is Where, where's he going, bro? Hilarious. Um, he, well, he's not going to be Dean Henderson's backup. I guarantee that. Like, do you think that the Spanish number one goalkeeper is going to be cool with being Dean Henderson's backup? Probably go to Villarreal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, probably not, because clearly their keeper was better. Yeah, so I definitely think that. Uh, I mean, there's been rumbles of him leaving for years. If there was a, a working. He wanted was, to go back to Spain for a while. Yeah, if there was a working fax machine in Madrid, um, he would have been a Madrid player like three <laughs> years ago, and Cor- oh. Courtois would probably still be the Chelsea goalkeeper. Yep. Um, interesting. So, uh, that's it. What's what's the schedule for the summer, boys? Um, 
Well, hold on. Let's. I, 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 I'm, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to. I want to kind of put a bow on this season for us, for for the three of us, and in relation to our teams and how you feel the 2021 season went for your team. Um, let's start, Sean. I want you to kind of tell me how you tell me how you feel about the season. Are you disappointed? Are you happy? Are you? Can you not hear me? Yeah. No, okay. So tell me how you feel about this season. Whatever, whatever thoughts, emotions, gripes, whatever. Tell me, tell me those things. Oh, well, clearly it's disappointing. I feel like you probably feel the same way. Um, I'll let you know in a minute. <laughs> it's it's disappointing. I think the team un- clearly underperformed. If we overperformed during Pochettino, we underperformed this year. I I, I don't think. Even even towards the end, I don't think that um, top four were unreachable, which is saying a lot because that means we were still in striking distance down the stretch, given how poor we were for for most of the season. It, and even watching the games we did win, it was still nerve wracking. It, it never felt like we like fully. The other that I mean, you know, you take out the six one United, that was an anomaly. Uh, but you take out things, th- those type of games, like other than that, like all the other wins, like it felt like we squeaked them out. Yeah. Which I'll take. I mean, you take those games, like Tamsi was saying, like you take the grind out games, you take the 1-0, <laughs> you take the 2-1, um, the gritty ones. I- I'll take those, but it- it's still, I mean, you could point to the, what, what was it, f- 14, 15 points dropped from winning positions. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah. My, ang- my anxiety <laughs> was not. Was not misplaced. <laughs> At any moment, we yeah. could have just gave up two and lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything so, specifically you'd like to see Tottenham do in the off season to um... plead young Vertagen to come back? <laughs> so def- uh, defense. No. Yes, we need. I I, I really want to Kanate. Kanate's already gone. Kanate's already at Liverpool. He went. He signed at Liverpool though. Yeah. yeah. So I really wanted him, but uh, they're still talking about the defender, um, which, uh, what is his name? The one in Italy, but he's like for Lazio or something. No, it's not Lazio. Daggummit. Do you have any like Uh, gibberish names? No. That I can... That I can try and no, I, I, I'm not placing the I'm not placing the name at all. Okay. Uh, well, I do know that um, there's a there's a defender, a central defender that's available on a free. He's got beautiful hair. He does. It, he has fantastic hair. Is it he, he London. He's a, he's a Champions League winner. Oh, it's Granite Xhaka. No, thank you. No, no, no he's a Champions League winner. It's not Granite Xhaka. Uh, he's uh, it's David Luiz. Xhaka. Da- David oh, Luiz no. is on a free, bro. Absolutely yeah. not. Or Willian. You want Willian? I think they're both going to be on freeze. I mean, that's the word that he wants out, but... Yeah. Okay, so frustration and defense is what you're thinking. Just just disappointing, and we, we clearly need better defense. I, I don't think that's any secret. I, um, I'm, and we need, a, we need a real right back. Serge actually had a really good first probably 10 games, mm-hmm. and I was really impressed. I, I thought he was coming around, and then he just it felt like he just ran out of steam. I mean, he's kind of old. I mean, he's like, what, probably 33, 30, 
32, somewhere around there. He's a, he's an old defender to be running up and down the wing. You know better than I would. I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't say, like, I'm surprised Holy. that, well, no, I'm more surprised that you didn't say, like, a manager, like a breathing, living human being that can manage the football team. I don't even care at this point. <laughs> Just let Kane manage. I don't even give a shit. Um, okay. <laughs> no, he isn't a manager. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't find anybody. Like this job search has been going on forever. Like you would think a more prestigious club than Juventus could have a manager already. But ironic, ironically enough, they signed a manager. <laughs> um, I like Reed. I like Reed came back. Yeah, I think that yeah, was today was or yesterday. No, they 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 fired Pirlo and announced Allegri like three hours later. Yeah. yeah. Um. But okay. Um, I, uh, Brad, we're going to come to you last because you're going to yes. be the most joyous of us. Yes. I, I agree with you, Sean. Um, I'm disappointed in Arsenal this season. I'm frustrated that our season uh, was tanked over the course of 10 games um, from November to December. From, in November through December. Um, that 10-game stretch where we picked up four points in the Premier League uh, – you, you can't go on a 10-game stretch and only get four points and finish anywhere near where you want to. Um, I think the, the statistic is um, Arsenal, since Christmas, have amassed the third most points in the Premier League. Um, so over the last 23 games, I think is what it was, we, we've, we, we're third in the Premier League. Um, that's encouraging, but it's frustrating. Um, uh, we clearly did good things this year in that we got some problematic personalities out of the dressing room. Um, I know that like there's some confirmation bias aspect to this with Arteta being like, you know, we did move some people away and there, there was like been rumblings about like bad apples and things like that. And the, and, and most of it points to people like Ozil and Mustafi and Kalasnak, uh, and Gwenduzi. Like those types of, of, of individuals in in the in the changing room, they're all gone. And then Arteta's talking about oh how in the second half of the season we had a much better um, cohesion and we didn't we had like the, the the bad apples were gone. There's only a couple options there, so it kind of seemed like maybe there was some uh, some bad actors in the team. Um, and so it's good to move on from those players. We still have a lot of work to do in terms of moving on from certain players and what we can do moving forward. I think that we have a couple really bright spots from this season. I think Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe, um, I think Pepe over the last three months. <laughs> uh, if, if Pepe can continue his form that he's been showing over the last few months into next season, um, I think that you're going to be eating a hat, Sean, because he's going to he's going to do big things next year if he continues this form. Uh, he might not. Who knows? Um, so I think that there are things to look forward to next year, um, but definitely very frustrated with the way the season went. I didn't expect us to finish eighth. Um, I definitely expected us to be challenging for the top four and definitely finishing in a Europa League spot. I'm, I'm happy that we got to a European semifinal. I'm disappointed in the way we went out of a European semifinal. I'm disappointed the way we went out of the FA Cup. Um, I don't really care about the, uh, the Carabao Cup that, cause that's a youth tournament for us for all intents and purposes. Um, but yeah, I will say, I will say, and you don't, you know, I don't compliment Arsenal a lot. The, the, the benefit 
to you guys and to Chelsea, honestly, is you guys are young and improving. Yeah. So I feel like that's why we don't have a manager. Our roster is old and needs turnover. Yeah. So the only way that's appealing is if a manager feels, oh, I can flip this entire roster into what I want. Yeah, and it's got to be like, money to spend. This is a project type thing. You got to have a manager who's he's interested yeah. in a project and implementing yeah. a philosophy. Um, and they're not old. They're just like, you know, how old Saka? Probably nineteen, twenty. Uh, Emil Smith Rowe, Odegaard, name, 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 name drop. Uh, Chelsea's the same way. It's just young, 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 and improving. Yeah, getting better every game. It felt like it felt like Saka was getting better better every game I watched him. Yeah, I think his biggest issue was just the amount of games that he had to play and the amount of games that he was like the most important player for Arsenal at nineteen. Like that's a lot to be asking. And he'll he'll grow into that. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it is it is a tough ask of a 19 year old, but he'll grow into that for sure. He'll be for fine. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not I'm not concerned. Um, but so those it's are, scary. <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> Brad, tell us. Brad, what do you got? Yeah, well, how do you feel about you know what? this season? I told I told you we wanted to wait till this week. I loved the season. The season was great. Uh, that's a lie. Uh, the season was nerve wracking for most parts of it. Um, the ending was fantastic. So you know. The ends justify the means. Um, we got our trophy. Chelsea wins trophies. We're, we're you know, Europe is blue. Um, there's not really much to complain. We got our top four spot. So we were able to play free, have fun out there today. Um, like Sean said, we're young, we're improving. Um, also scary. Probably some, probably some small holes. Like we need some central defenders. Our, our defense is old. It was sad like, to watch uh, Silva go out today, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I didn't like shed a tear or anything, but that was like you could tell he was frustrated. Like his body just wasn't responding yeah. the way he wanted it to, and that it, like he was really frustrated to come off. I think Especially right. just like he just jumped up. It wasn't even like a physical. It like, looked like it came down weird on his leg or pushing off to the jump. I, I yeah. it, it was hard to tell. It was uh, a groin injury. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it, so it must have been on the push off. Yep. So like, there was no contact either. So like, yeah, yeah definitely hurt. You you could but, tell in his face he was frustrated that he had to come off. Yeah, I need us to either um, tell AC Milan they can't have Tomori, or that, that uh, we need to sign the star back. Is that that that's his first trophy? Or his first? Uh, sorry, Champions League trophy, right? Correct. He, he played lost most last of his year. Career, played most of his career with PSG. I don't know if he was anywhere before that. That would have been in there. Was it? Was he Barcelona? No. no. Where was he before PSG? He's been at PSG for a long Inter, time. Inter. I think he played for Inter, didn't he? AC. AC Milan. Oh, so he might have won with them in, what was that, 2011? Uh, he played for AC Milan from 09 to 12. Yeah, I believe they won in 2011. Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, so he. So that's not yep. his first one. Okay, so no, he has but he was. I wonder if he's the first player to be in the final in back-to-back seasons with a different team. I, Pro- I don't know. Pro- probably. Because I know Tuchel I, is the first coach to do that. I don't think so. I, I mean, you have I, – I, if if I were to take a stab in the dark, I would say Tony Cruz. Going but Cruz didn't Bayern, you know, but – Huh? Bayern so to – Madrid? Yeah, going from Bayern to Real. Maybe. If I had to take a stab in the dark, I would I – would, or someone like uh, – I know Zlatan's never won it, but Zlatan going from, what, Inter to – Barca? Barca, wherever, yeah, them. AC. I, I, I just would, I just would venture to guess he's not the only one to have done that. 
I don't know. was the first coach to have done that. I coached in, to coach two different teams in the finals in back to back years. <clears throat> I would I would believe that. But, um, I'm really happy. We wait, got wait, players. actually, probably not. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Pep, no, he, Pep going like from Madrid to Bayern. He is. Pep going from Bayern never made the finals. He always got knocked down the quarters. Okay, yeah. So that one I believe, but I don't know about the player. Um. But no, overall, super happy. We got some a little bit of work to do in the in the transfer window, but like what? not a ton. Like what? I, I, I want a center back. Like I said, if we can't, if if AC Milan buys Tamori, then we need a center back. Um, Rudy, Tiago, and uh, Dave Caesar are all um, thirty plus. So Rich James showed he could play back there. Zuma and Christensen. Christensen's good. I like him. I, I I like him in a back three. Like I think he's awesome in a back three. I like him like um, I like uh like I like Davinson Sanchez. Like he ha- he's really instinctive but F's up a lot. Zuma's <laughs> good in a back four and we're not really playing it. Like I would rather have Zuma leave and bring Tamori back. Um, I actually read earlier this week uh Premier League panel on Twitter. Uh he's a, that's a good Twitter follow. Breaks down games a lot and he actually said about 2 days ago that um, <clears throat> that Chelsea, if they're smart, would go with a back three with Aspilicueta and let Reese James play on wing back, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, well, no, and they called I, it. Not at the beginning. Oh, no, that's, that's no, that's how it was. It moved at the beginning. It was, was a, at the center back because that's how he was bullying Sterling. He wasn't on the wing back. After that, 50, after oh, about okay. like twenty minutes in, they swapped. Oh, okay. Right. But yes, but Sterling that. was out wide. No, when Sterling was making those in runs, is when he was on Reese James. I mean, he might in Reece, Reece in, James. They swapped. Okay, I didn't. It's I didn't still his responsibility. It, it, yeah, as a wing back to track him. But yeah. anyway, okay. But I, no, no. I just thought I once I saw the game play out, I just thought of that. Of wow, that that guy, whoever runs that account, called well, that. Yeah. That's exactly well, what they needed to do. Reese James has been playing right wing back and. Cesar Espelqueta has been playing center back, right center back. Like, and that's he's, how it's been. He's a really good – and he was your captain today. Is he he's normally your captain? captain? Yes, oh, okay. he is our captain. Uh, um, yes, another defensive captain. He's a really good – John Terry was captain in 2012. Anyways. Right. <laughs> Anyways, right, no, like it. I said, I'm super happy with the season. We're building. Um, I'm super excited anymore. for next season. He's the worst. Um, I am. We know right. this. That's that's all we had. All we had planned for hey, tonight. Um, hold on, hold on. I got some trivia. Some trivia questions for for Sean. Okay. Hey, Sean, <laughs> what club has most has lost the most Champions League finals? Uh, I'm gonna guess someone who's there a lot. Uh, Barca, Madrid. Byron, I don't know. Juventus. These trivia oh. facts are, are brought from Will. Oh, um, congratulations on losing a lot. All right, so, good. Let's, so, okay, so let's do this. They've also won twice. They've also Congratula- won twice. Congratulations on losing a lot. What's the next one? All right, so how many trophies has Juventus won since Tottenham last won? Right, can we call We're going to pause. Juventus. 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 Yeah, Juventus. Who, who cares, Juventus? What's the next Juventus. one? Juventus. Okay. Ta- how many Tottenham trophies Ventus. has Juventus won since Tottenham last won a trophy? I don't know. How hard is it to beat C- Cagliari? And- 19. That's a lot of trophies. 
You know what? If I was playing Torino twice a year, I probably you win played Fulham twice too. a year. You played Sheffield United twice a year. You play Newcastle twice well, a year. It's well don't, documented. Don't the, English le- the English league is a lot better. Top but, to bottom. Okay, it's but well documented. That's because we follow it more. I bet you, like, if this was an no, Italian league podcast, no, yes. If this yes. is not an Italian podcast, and I've watched Syria because it's on TV. These teams are bad. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I've watched Parma play. Hey, how They're many Ballon d'Ors does uh, Juventus have? That's not a good one. I would guess two. Eight. Oh, what, we, what are we counting? The thirties? What are we counting? Thirties? You forgot Perlo had it on it. Uh, wait, I got one. Tottenham has outdone Juventus. Thank you. In one thing. It's a trophy-related category. It's, it's a trophy-related category. Audi too. Cups. Audi Cups. Well, two things. Sorry, I forgot about the Audi Cup. <laughs> They've, Tottenham has won two second division titles compared to Juventus's one. So, yay. Tottenham is more prestigious. Well, I'm not going to bring up the reason why they were down there. That's I feel like that's a low blow. Bring, bring up Calciopoli. We'll, we'll have no, a, we'll have no, a podcast that's, about that, Calciopoli. No, that's that's, well, that's an unfair. Sh- if sh- we're talking okay. about prestigiousness, we'll, that's not it. We'll see. That's how, not the way to win that argument. We'll see how much you actually know about Calciopoli. Because I think that you would be surprised about um, about all of the different aspects involved in Calciopoli um, that. <clears throat> that seems to be glossed over when we think about Calciopoli, but that's you got. Do you want do you want to respond to any of that, Sean? No, no. All right, all right. Well, that's Europe all. Is blue. It's, it's Tottenham of the southeast. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trophy cabinets, just fuller, more full. I mean, that is kind of <laughs> how you, that's kind of how you judge a football club, right? How you? I said team. it on Twitter. Tottenham is Juventus. Without trophies, it is the same club. This is unimaginable that you're wow. double that you're doubling down. Why? I am not. A, I will triple, quadruple down. I'm not backing off. Hey guys, guys, guess what? Arsenal is uh, Real Madrid. Just you know, yeah, okay, with with red shirts. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> it's an unimaginably bad take. <laughs> it's so- I'm not backing off of this. It's a top fifteen club in the world. Uh, that's not that's not in debate. But okay, where do you rate Juventus in the top, top fifteen? Yeah, actually, actually, probably like top seven, top six. I, I have them in the top five. <laughs> I have Juventus in the top five. And if oh I, no way, yeah. no way, no. Yeah. I can I can. We're gonna do a tier list. Of, I, I, I can get to, this next week. I can get this, to, this I can week. get to six. I can get to six right now. Okay. Cool. As far as far as world prestige, this off the top week. of my head, go give me those six. Uh, United, Liverpool, Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, AC Milan. Okay, so you put AC Milan above Juventus. Just in it's it, in terms of global, recognizable, global brand, as far as prestige, as as a whole. I'm not talking about just winning. I, 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 an argument could be made for Arsenal AC Milan. might be a, no, Arsenal not, might be ahead of Juventus. I disagree. That, that's close. That's close. That You're one's crazy. close. You're crazy. I, I don't think it's. I think it's much closer than Arsenal is much closer to Juventus than Tottenham is. But one hundred percent, we're not that many spots behind. I can tell you that. All right. 
That's all we got. Um, Anyways, let's see so, this next week. Yeah, well, not next week. This is the point. Oh, sorry, two weeks. Uh, the point, yeah, yeah. The point we'll I'm going to take a week off. Next so week. yeah, we're not going to have a podcast next week. We're probably now that we're into the summer, we're probably going to go to uh, every two weeks would be my would be my guess. Um, we probably won't have a podcast every week because honestly, um, things are going to slow down a little bit. We might get uh, more. Uh, consistent again around the euros it's a possibility that we do a weekly um podcast during the euros um we we probably won't do a weekly podcast during the olympics brad because the olympics is not a real tournament even though you want to keep talking about the olympics um and the olympics probably won't even won't even happen this year because like u12s yeah anyway um but by the time the olympics is going on the premier league will have started back up so we'll be back to talking about the premier league um but um we'll be back every two weeks or so um check in with us uh we meant to tell you this at the top of the podcast but i forgot but definitely like comment subscribe share with a friend if you're still listening subscribe twice find a way to subscribe twice get your just get, unsubscribe and then subscribe again no just get your girlfriend get just your just girlfriend get to subscribe get your girlfriend to subscribe to make us. a fake account subscribe with that one yeah. <laughs> you know we don't care we're we're, we're not ashamed and, and give us a five-star review on apple podcast brad wants with me both to your accounts <laughs> exactly um buy an iphone and do an apple podcast review that's <clears throat> that's the play Let's do it that's, amazing that's that, the play that's get a burner iTunes. phone sell drugs on it and like <laughs> wait, as what? long as you wait what? Whoa, whoa 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 don't do that don't do that just download <laughs> iTunes. i don't care what you do on the burner phone review. but just just rate and subscribe and thumbs up and all that <laughs> he really is the new me this is amazing <laughs> Um, we're going to see if we can edit that part out. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we have. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in and listens and interacts with us. We really do appreciate that. We're having a lot of fun. We will definitely be coming back with more Red Card Radio because we love doing this. Um, the three of us have such a good time. Uh, so please uh, catch up with us again in the future. Um, but we'll be back in a couple weeks with something new and interesting. We don't know what it is yet. We have decided. But it will be new and interesting. And if you want to have an input on what that is, let us know on Twitter. Let us know on YouTube. Whatever, wherever, however you can interact with. Text us if you know us personally. But on just, your burner phone. Yeah, on your burner phone. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all we got. Um, appreciate everyone who listens. Have a good night. We Thank are you. we are at Red Card underscore Radio. The man to my right is at James Tiffany. What the man said. below me is at Whiteheart underscore Sean, and mm-hmm. I am Champions of Europe at KS Brad G. What he said. I forgot to say that, but do that. I'm Get, off. Get us to it. We're at. We're out. Thanks, guys.